0: What is going on? What is going on? How's everybody doing? It's America Unplugged right here. Yet another Saturday and I got my boy, Mr. Tony Arterburn, lifting heavy things. I'm going to go to him first because I know he's got to get up out of here. What's up, Tony? How you doing? Say what people
1: well, we're doing good. We're in the game, Billy. I, I bench pressed 325, then 341, so I'm I'm seeing where I am next on the chart. But we're doing well. We're in, we're in the game at the Texas State Powerlifting Championships in Bellmead, Texas. So I just wanted to drop in and wish you guys a great show. Say hi to Guard for filling in for me. I got Beans to the Brave
0: here. <laughs> <You>
2: know, beans <laughs> to the beans ah.
0: Everybody's chilling. Look at that. Nice. You're cheating with the dog. <laughs> get him out of there. <laughs> Getting the sympathy you guys with have the a great dog. Well, you? I'll, I'll send you some
1: clips and stuff uh, uh, of the meet here uh, shortly, but we got deadlift later, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get one more bench. We're going to see if we can do 351. And, let's do it. Uh, Good go luck, Tony. Thanks, guys. Have a great show. You with too, brother. are represent
0: America Unplugged out there, man. Let's go. That's right. yes, yeah. the dude, Mr. Tony Arterburn, man, <laughs> lifting, lifting very heavy things that I can only imagine of lifting I've never had um the, the the passion to do anything like that but even if I did I it probably just collapsed in my face and I would die like I mean yeah. it's just not the thing Tony is is a beast of epic proportions ladies and gentlemen but we got some other beast here right now that I want to introduce to you here on America Unplugged thank you for tuning in yet again we got a lot to get into the legendary Don Jeffries what's up sir how
2: you doing well, great seeing. Good to see Tony out there, and hope he wins. He's probably uh, America Unplugs' only hope for any kind of a medal or anything like that. I guess. Let's do I, can, it. I may order this. I may, if I can find a, a senior uh, free throw shooting contest, I might do that Cause <laughs> I think I think I could do pretty good against the fellow, you know, sixty-some plus years old. So you, uh, you'd whip
0: that ass, Don. I'm I'm very positive. <laughs> my, you know, I'm I'll be there cheering you on, and you know, subbing in for Mister Arterburn today, honorary. Well, remember, we could remember. we could
2: always too if we if we just decide to claim we're female, we could probably you know get all kinds <laughs> of <laughs> medals. Hell so yeah! Shatter every record there
0: is. Let's yeah. do that. Let's <laughs> let's do that, and uh, maybe we'll even make some money at that. Why not? I mean, it's perfectly legal now. It's all good, right? Uh, Mister Guard Goldsmith is here. How are you, sir? What's going on? Hey, I'm doing great, man.
1: I'm identifying as a female crash desk dummy now, <laughs> so I'm very excited. Yeah. <laughs> very excited. And, Don, I think it will get you going up against Larry Bird, number 33, with that Illuminati uh, imagery in the foul, foul shot competition. Yeah, you know, Larry,
2: Larry Bird is my exact age, but, I, you know, I I, uh, I remember <laughs> watching years ago. That's what I was, when I, they had a, a, something on ESPN. I think I told Billy Ray about it. They had a horse contest at halftime of some game. I, why I was watching I don't know. But it was Magic Johnson and Isaiah Thompson, two Hall of Famers, right? Yeah. And yeah. they were playing horse, which, you know, I, I'm older than both of them. And at that time, my kid, my son was young. So I was out there with his friends all the time playing horse and 21 and they couldn't make a shot. Yeah. And they finally had to break away. And I said, I think I could beat Magic Johnson, Isaiah Thompson and, and uh, Thomas in, in horse of 21. So, uh, you know.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah. Hope, yeah. Hope it's great to be great. with you guys. I, I remember that. I remember that. It was they were laughing because they kept yeah. missing so much. Yeah.
2: <laughs> like
1: what the heck how much do you guys get paid for that it's insane yeah. what i love with larry bird was when he would take the shot and he'd just start walking away because he knew it was going yeah. down yeah. it was going through he's like yeah, yeah whatever i'll yeah. see you in the
0: locker room that was that so dude dope. was amazing yep. right out of control yeah. i used to try to mimic that in, in the playground here when i whenever i was playing <laughs> basketball I, I i wasn't very good but i could hit a shot from anywhere on the court if you left me open Right? Yeah, otherwise, right. Otherwise there was a problem. You covered me. I probably was I wasn't a very good, very good dribbler or whatever. But if I was open, it was a problem. Yeah, so uh, man. people would always underestimate me and I shoot it and it goes in and I would just back up like I knew what I was doing. Just like Larry Bird. It was it was pretty cool. You know? <laughs> I have to take them where I can get them. Anyway, what's going on? What's going on, everybody? Welcome, everybody that's watching on Rockfin, everybody on YouTube, everybody on the podcast wherever else we're streaming to. We appreciate each and every one of you. Let's get into it. Uh, we have a lot to cover. Um, we might go a little bit over today. You know, Mr. Gar- Goldsmith said that was okay, so maybe we'll do that. All right, let's get into it. Seven hundred and eighty-seven million dollars. Um, Fox News paid to Dominion uh, to settle this case and let it not go to trial. Now, I was I was disappointed uh, in Dominion. Very disappointed. Um, I understand, right? Both of these—it's—it's a—it's a, it's a corporation, right? And and they're out for the money. They're not out for the truth. They're not out for anything like that. And they got their money, you know, um, very close to a billion dollars. That's a lot of money, man. Seven hundred and eighty-seven mil. Um, but but I wanted I wanted them to go full press and put their necks on Fox News. I mean, their foot on Fox News next personally is what I wanted to see. Um, regardless of that, um, there is. Uh, with the events that have gone down, with Fox News paying this amount of money, it lends to the culpability of Fox News not to mention that they admitted that they were lying about shit. right? Um, so I mean, uh, this is going to be a show that that is um testing the the alternative media because ultimately, what's what's gives? What gives here, right? We You don't pay this amount of money uh, unless there's some amount of guilt. If, if you think if you think you're you're innocent, you, you stand on your principles and you fight it and you go forward. No, but that's not what they did for. I mean, a variety of reasons. I guess we're going to get different opinions here. And uh, and that's great. But um, I look at this as seven hundred and eighty seven million reasons as to why you don't trust Fox News. Right. And why uh, uh, this whole stop the steal nonsense and why the whole Donald Trump I got robbed nonsense is just that. Nonsense. And this is not to say that elections aren't rigged. And this is not to say that things aren't uh, um, are, are on the up and up because they're not. They're not on the up and up, in my opinion. But this situation that's gone down with Donald Trump has has somehow managed to infiltrate uh, the immune system of the alternative media. And I take that personally because I'm a white blood cell. Anyway. All right. Don Jeffries, give me your thoughts. What's going
2: on here? Well, you know, this was uh, very similar to what we've seen with Donald Trump, forever and ever. And a most recent example, as I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, when he had a chance to give a giant middle finger mm. to the system and 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 <laughs> fire right. the first shot in the Civil War by DeSantis is saying, "Hey, stay in Florida, right. you're cool." And no, he has to go up to New York because he's part of the act. This is a joke. This is what he does. He he's a WWE bad guy. He loses. Fox News is kind of like that, except for Tucker Carlson, you know, who who really is extremes reporting. But people like Hannity with the CIA lapel pin. I don't know about Laura Ingram. She used to date uh, Keith Olbermann a long time ago, and so she but did invite me on the show once, and then took the invite back two uh, two hours later. But so I can't say too much bad about her. <laughs> nope, maybe I'll get back on. But uh, this was a chance, much as Trump had a chance. This is even bigger chance because Fox News and, and Hannity in particular was really, you know. He was showing video every night, him and Tucker and for Laura for about a week or two. And then they stopped. Clearly the people at Fox News told him to back off, but they were interviewing the over a thousand people from post offices and polling places that saw things. And, and, and so those are the people you would, if in something like this, and we know Dominion has a history as white Wolf pointed out in here, uh, all these electronic machines and Dominion the biggest. D- Dominion, I believe absorbed Diebold and we know how bad Diebold voting machines were. So, Obviously, this they should have been licking their chops. And Fox News, like Trump, ought to have a dream legal team. But I don't know. May, maybe they had the same kind of legal team that that Trump gets all the time. Maybe he had that that, <laughs> uh, that young girl that uh, used to be a New Jersey uh, garage lawyer? Supposedly that was that's Trump's latest lawyer. That said, I want him to go into court and, and make them stare him in the face. Like and yeah, like they're gonna have a real tough time doing that in New York, you know. <laughs> and so, but this would this would have been a chance much as alex jones had with sandy hook you'd have a chance to present all that evidence you'd have a present uh, chance to cross-examine witnesses and all that but this is even worse because you don't have parents to worry about so the people are not going to care what you're saying they're just going to instantly hate you for you know questioning it here these are big bad electronic voting machines they could draw on the history of it they could talk about well you know this is this is what you've been accused of this was even proven you've done in the past they could talk about they could show video from but the, the problem is once it was discovered that apparently they never believed what they were reporting, yeah, and again, that's why it's Trump because Trump doesn't believe what he's saying either. So, but I can tell you that some of the reporting was pretty good. I think it was Hannity, or whatever, that that showed the video of those people and I don't what whatever polling place it was, where the woman is telling him, saying, Go home. That's it, we're we're through for the night. And then they all go home except for a couple people, and then as soon as they leave. They go and take this huge box of ballots out from underneath the table. So, you know, those are the kind of things you would show and say, this is why we reported these things. We have reasonable doubt you can go back and introduce votes, introduce my writing from Hidden History on it. Introduce a vote scam, what what the, uh, the late Collier brothers discovered in terms of how these voting machines go down, how they tried to question the computer programmer. And he said, you'll never prove a thing. That these electronic voting teams, by their very nature, are suspect and should not be trusted. And it could have been a chance to overturn this and go back to paper ballots, which I think everybody wants. But instead, as you noted, they make this huge settlement. I guess seven hundred eighty-seven million. Maybe that doesn't mean much to Fox. I don't know. Maybe it's pocket change for them. But uh, I, to me, it, but it shows that they weren't really legitimate. That they didn't really legitimately believe it. So they were reporting this stuff and. It looks like they were ordered to back off, but, you know, I don't know what shows the text or whatever that shows that they were scoffing at it the entire time. But I think a lot of that, too, has to do with the fact that a lot of them had already turned on Trump and just he had he had alienated them where they just kind of maybe they enjoyed him getting screwed over. I don't know. But it's it's a mess. It's a show. White Wolf uh, uh, put, made a great comment in there about it's, you know, Dominion. It's, there's no good guy here. Dominion is awful. And, uh, but it shows those people who trust Fox News too much that this is, and, and really the only one that you can possibly even trust is Tucker Carlson. The rest of them really are just, just like everybody else. Tucker Carlson, I don't know what he's doing, but he's, he ports, reports some extreme stuff. Uh, to, I know he's compromised what everybody tells me, but, uh, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know why anybody would trust the network itself for anything else. Now, supposedly Neil Cavuto is supposed to interview, uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. here soon. That'll be interesting because he's one of the worst ones on there. So, if he treats him fairly, I'd be shocked. But, yeah, this it's it's kind of surprising. But uh, you know, people make these deals all the time. I mean, these these people at this level because they don't want to fight it out in court because maybe they're afraid of some some truth coming uh, coming out. But it's, it's a shame because they could have put electronic voting on trial, and they didn't because obviously Fox News. Didn't really believe in it, even when they are reporting it.
0: There you have it, Mr. Don Jeffries. Guard Liberty conspiracy. He covered this this week. I was listening while I was making uh my grilled chicken, you know. And he was uh, was killing it as usual. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna uh, let him tell you where you can find that, you know, and uh, and give us your thoughts. What what do you think? In seven hundred and eighty-seven mil. Now we know yeah. we, we we know Dominion isn't exactly on the up and up. We do know that, right? We can't trust right we can't trust any of these players right but um yeah. personally i wouldn't be paying if uh if i wasn't guilty you know yeah. and 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 i would i would bring up articles of uh, of proof like don said right maybe that footage even though that footage has been debunked Don they they uh about that you know that footage of that they pulled out yeah. uh, uh ballots from under the table they did a whole uh uh a whole thing on that. And, and they explained exactly what it was. You can believe it if you want, not you done. I'm just talking about people believe what you right. want to believe. I, I don't know. Uh, they're not going to change an election by some ballots that they pull out of the bottom of a, yeah. of a desk, you know, in my opinion. Uh, but, um, but yeah, like uh, even though that's an issue, I think the whole Trump, the Trump and Stein project is, is an issue. It's a big issue, and it's led to this. And, and it's, it's not only Dominion. Now, Smartmatic is suing for $2.7 billion, yeah. Fox. That's more than the suit with Dominion. They've already settled, right? They settled with Dominion. They also settled with the family of Seth Rich, right? And 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 that's another thing. It wasn't allowed to come out. There were a lot of non-disclosure agreements, but they settled with with the family of Seth Rich because Seth Rich sued them. The family of Seth of Seth Rich sued them for for uh, disseminating false information about that. All of this needs to be taken into account. Anyway, go ahead, guard. What's up?
1: Yeah, you know, there's there's so much to unpack here, Billy Ray. And, uh, you know, what Don said, what you said, um, first of all, as I mentioned on my show, I think Zelensky is really upset that he's not getting a piece of this in (laughs) Ukraine. You know, I'm just saying. All that money, he's got to get some more money, right? Right, right? I mean, come on, we got to we got to defend the voting machines in Ukraine. So let's right. send all that money over to Ukraine. Everything's got to go over. In fact, I got five bucks. I think my voting machine. But anyway,
0: four um, of that belongs to the Ukraine. And yeah,
1: All right, let's get yeah, it exactly, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, it, it seems to me that just based on the, the settlement here, that there are no good guys here. Um, You know, I I find it very, very uh, clear that nobody should be trusting any of these electric electronic ballot companies. Uh, They're they're easily manipulated. It's been shown over and over again. Uh, I don't trust them in any way whatsoever. So but then you have Fox and you have these revelations from Fox. I didn't know about what you just mentioned about that second lawsuit. Yeah, that one. Right. Yeah. The Smartmatic thing. So if you've got Smartmatic that confident that they're going to be suing for that much and they'd be willing to go to discovery, then they either have nothing to hide or they can easily hide it one Mm -hmm. or the other. And they're or or they're they're betting in a, you know, in a in a a poker's bluff that they're going to get the same result from Fox that that this this uh, lawsuit has seen which is Fox back down. And I think those revelations from Fox were the key. And as Don mentioned, when I looked at some of those comments from people, in particular, the comments from Tucker, you could see that a lot of the Fox people, they clearly didn't believe the stuff they were putting out there. You know, they were ginning up the Trump and Stein project, the the people who were big fans of Trump. Um, By the same token, there were some things that I think if I could have seen some broader context of the conversations, then I would have seen that oh, they were just tired of talking about it. Let's, this is stupid. Let's just move on sort of a, a thing. And it, was, it wasn't phrased the way that it, the, the the phrasing of it made it look much worse. So I give a couple of the people on Fox with a couple of those statements, some leeway, uh, but but clearly um, they, they knew what their audience wanted. Uh, they clearly knew that there was some suspicious stuff, uh, but You know this this idea of everything being carried out with lawsuits like the seth rich lawsuit Mm. um that reminds me of the alex jones suit it's like you know hey um how much of that how how much speculation can a commentator provide within the context of saying i'm just speculating and then all of a Mm. sudden you're you're liable for defamation i don't understand that it just blows my mind everything from the sandy hook stuff to this now what you brought up about the seth rich thing I mean, clearly, there are a lot of questions that need to be provided with the Seth Rich Rich thing. And I don't know enough specifics about what might have been said. But if someone were to say something like, wow, I don't understand why Seth Rich's family would not want this investigated. (laughs) Is that grounds for suit? Am I defaming somebody? I I mean, you know, it's it's ridiculous. And, of course, it's very easy to find uh, almost anything online nowadays that a commentator is going to say. So. Uh, I, I think that Fox, uh, Fox has plenty of money. Uh, what I think this is over three times the amount of money that the voting machine company makes per year. Oof. So this settlement, it's it's almost four times. They, wow. I think their profit for last year was two hundred twenty-five million dollars. Right. So this is and and wow. that money is just going to go right into gaming the system some more. Wow. That's what I think. That's that my means- opinion. Don't sue me. Right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, well that, no, that's no, why what I, I, I love. Okay. Sam, Sam Bodie's tree. That's why uh, I wanted to put that up on screen. He, he made the best point of all. This, I think, this, I, I don't, you know, I don't really think there's any money involved here. I like, I, you really think Alex Jones, if he had that money, is going to pay almost a trillion dollars? I think this is all show, it's all symbolic. And it's to, uh, it's again, it's to stop people from descending because all of us, like, like, uh, Garges, you know, you stop and think, wait, what am I saying here? I'm very careful when I talk about Sandy Hook now because you're thinking, OK, maybe I could be sued. And in our case, Ooh, we we would have to pay real money that we can't afford. Right. But I, I don't think, and if Guard is correct, that their profit was $225 million. So Fox News agreed to pay, what, three years worth of profits? How are they going to stay in business with it? How are they going to pay their talking heads what they pay them then? Or, no, I mean, I
1: mean, that's that's the profit for voting, for co- voting machine. Right. For the mini- voting machine.
2: Code. Oh, oh, I thought you meant for Fox. OK. Yeah. I'm yeah. 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 I, I, well, don't, I don't know what fo- but I, I don't know what Fox's profits are per year, but it's got to be, you know, I, and I, I think Sam makes a great point. I I would lean towards that again. I think this is all theatrics and certainly where Trump is involved. Whatever happens to Trump, you know, is going to be totally scripted. I mean, maybe they'll find Trump. A billion dollars everything he supposedly has who do, i mean you know, he's not going to pay anything but it's I, I i think this is theater
1: i hadn't really thought of it on that high level that's interesting yeah
2: so yeah guard net worth made a,
1: 16 point, sam says okay. net worth 16.44 okay. billion okay
0: oh, wow guard made an excellent point and and it's like you know we shouldn't be we shouldn't be sued for speculation right we shouldn't be sued for posing questions right or or wanting to investigate certain things right he's absolutely right you know the, the difference in some of this is it was posed as fact right yeah and, and i
1: don't like the deceptiveness either right. they're t- telling right. the audience one thing while behind right. the scenes like doing and you know yeah. yeah we've we've all been in studios where people express their opinions and stuff like that like i said mm-hmm. stuff could be taken out of context right but there's some very very clear especially on the on the, the matter of sean hannity Uh, that guy that guy is slippery as an eel in many cases I don't I don't don't dig what was revealed about him in particular
0: right I mean uh, you know there there were so many of them that that you know that and and this is not exclusive to Fox News right we're just concentrating on it because of uh, the 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 lawsuit that went down between them and Dominion but we know CNN lies we know this right Uh, maybe those people that are there actually believe the lies that they're putting out right because it's a totally different side of the, of the, of the spectrum, but um, they're liars, right? And OAN, they are liars, right? They, 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 I don't know if there are any actual news outlets that exist in today's day and age. I don't know, right? They're all opinion-based or gossip columns, uh, for lack of a better term. You know, I I have no idea. Now, I do think um, Fox paid the is going to pay this Fox Fox does have the money to pay this mm-hmm. Alex Jones does not right so you you were never going to get that money out of Alex Jones they were trying to make an example out of him I think yeah. this is a little bit different I could be very wrong Smartmatic is coming up Um, Dominion is still suing Rudolph Giuliani <laughs> and they're still suing Sidney Powell for billions of dollars with which they <laughs> don't have right so that that could be another Alex Jones situation there But that's still ongoing, you know, and and I think Smartmatic has uh, they've already had a discovery done for them with the Dominion case and all this stuff that came out, all those text messages that came out. I think they're in a prime position and they're going to push for money. It's a smaller company than Dominion also. You know, so I think uh, Fox, if this is real, if this isn't theater, which is very possible that it is. If this is real Fox put themselves between a rock and a hard place by paying this money. Yeah. And how can it, how
2: can they ever if how could they ever cover the issue anymore again? Right. And 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 what does this do to anybody outside, even in our world? What does this do to anybody that wants to talk about anything with electronic voting machines now? If if all the companies are suing people, I mean, this is has a chilling effect on first free speech, but then everything they're doing as is trying to limit free speech
1: and and you know guys to, to give Fox their due um, you know and, and Billy Ray, I brought this up on my show uh, right. sometime during midweek and you know I was talking about the origins of Fox News really come in the origins as, a, as an outgrowth of the popularity of talk radio after mm-hmm. the FCC in and at the end of the Reagan administration did a good thing which was to get rid of their ridiculous speech stifling so-called, Fairness Doctrine, Mm. where they would punish a radio, uh, especially AM radio, If they offered any sort of opinion they said if you don't provide the opposing opinion well there are myriad opposing opinions how are you going to how are you going to manage that it makes it impossible to manage because it opens everything up to the government attacking you if you don't open things up to the tragedy of the commons you're going to have to open your airways up to every possible opinion so they just didn't put opinion on for years and you get tinny music on am radio which isn't designed for music it was crappy right So once they get rid of that uh, Fairness Doctrine thing, that's when Rush Limbaugh, to his credit, and I didn't agree with Rush on a bunch of things, but I gotta say, he was entertaining in many cases. Sometimes he was really just, yeah, you know, and he saw an opportunity and he went for it. And it was his success that then led people who were behind the origins of Fox News. One of his original producers helped start Fox News because they Mm -hmm. saw that opportunity now on cable. And I think it's, you know, you mentioned, you mentioned, um, uh, what is it? The, the, uh, um, the thing that Bannon was involved with, with Trump, Cambridge. um, yeah, Cambridge Analytica, mm-hmm. it, it becomes a sort of self-fulfilling prophecy. Once these networks start to recognize yeah. their audience and what their audience likes, yeah, they have, they have information that is mm-hmm. going to be different. It became very popular because there was a thirst the, 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 the stayed old networks weren't providing conservative information. They were left-wing bias. Everybody knew it. Everybody mm. knew that, right? Walter Cronkite, supposed journalist, he comes out later and admits he loves communism. He's a socialist. <laughs> I knew that when I was 11 years old. I used to argue with my teachers about it. I was like, the guy's a lefty, you know? But the thing about it that really gets me is, with these, with these growths of these different things, it almost seems like It's this inevitable thing with so many of them. They start to recognize what their audience likes, then they cater to what the audience likes. And behind the scenes, you get guys talking about, like, man, I wish wish we didn't have to talk about that one because the audience likes it so much. It's so (laughs) stupid, you know? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. No, I think Uh, you're right. I I think that's that's what's going on, you know? And and somebody like you you mentioned, you mentioned Rush Limbaugh, you know, the legend. Whether you. Whether you liked what he had to say or not, you can't deny that the man is a freaking legend, right? Like, I mean, yeah. I think it was the highest rated radio show on earth mm. <laughs> for I don't know how long, right? right? Um, I didn't exactly subscribe to him, but he was entertaining as hell. Alex yeah. Jones is incredibly entertaining, right? Dr. Yeah. Carlson uh is entertaining. He's good. He's good at delivering a message via the airwaves, right? Uh I don't think Sean Hannity's very entertaining. <laughs> like, some no. people seem to think so, right? So, I mean, a, a lot of personalities on Fox News have that charisma. They got something about them, right? Because not necess- the message that they're pushing may not necessarily be correct, you know? But like you said, it's what people want to hear, and they know what people want to hear. So they're going to give you what you want to hear. It's up to you to decide whether it's fact or fiction. It's up to you to decide whether you're being manipulated or not. And odds are coming out of that tube, it's manipulation. What's up, Don? I hear you. What's
2: no, on? yeah. And Harlan Stonewall mentions about uh, my pillow guy being sued also, Michael. And see, this is the thing is that, and that's why I, the, the concern. and I'm no conservative, but, you know, they're, they're the, ant- you know, the supposed opposition to this woke madness that is, that is uh, bringing the country down, but they are always so stupid. Their strategies are stupid. They still trust this court system. The system is evil and they can't win in court. And that's why you're seeing uh, the the people that really, like Hunter Biden, I think, is suing the guy that found his laptop. Yeah, he is. I mean, I mean and the guy <laughs> in the the, the the DA Bragg try, tried to sue uh, Congress, Jim Jordan. Now, he, I don't know, he lost first, but then it was over. I don't know. But so that's the problem is that everybody who appears to be doing something fishy, maybe, they go on the offensive because they know the odds are when they walk into any courtroom now in America, the odds are 99% that they're going to have a judge who is overtly biased against anybody that's complaining at all about the system. It doesn't even matter. That's why somebody like Hannity, I, I don't know what caused him to do that one show he did on Seth Rich, but it was a pretty good show. And I, I, what possessed him is the only investigative reporting he's ever done. So I don't know what, or if it was just a setup to do this, but instantly they, he almost got fired. They, his advertisers started to flee. And I didn't know the parents actually sued him. I know they threatened to. And he retracted it and made an apology—the typical stuff that stupid party people do. They apologize. That's what they're good at. Uh, Tucker didn't do that when he lost a bunch of. He said something about white supremacy, I think, and he lost most of his uh, uh, subscribers, except for Mike Lindell, who you know pretty much supports Fox News. But Tucker didn't apologize. But I, I don't know this. I just find this very disquieting because it's these are these are not you know. This isn't grade-A criticism of, of, of the corruption. What Fox News, they're nibbling around the edges to whatever degree it's even legitimate. But it's like they, they're trying to punish any hint of, oh, maybe there was voting fraud. Uh, Seth Rich, you know, who, you know, why wasn't this investigated? Why are his parents satisfied with it? You know, why was, nothing was stolen. And he, he was connected to Julian Assange, who, of course, remains under threat of prosecution himself. You know, the person at the heart of it, Hillary Clinton, who we know from a CIA memo from John Brennan himself said, you know, Hillary's. And I've written about this many, many times for American Free Press. Uh, yeah, Hillary has this idea. You know, she thinks we we should try to uh, blame Russia and associate him with Trump. It's right there in the CIA's memo. Who they love the CIA, they love Brennan, and it. She remains just like she she destroyed a laptop with so it was, it was not like her, a, with not her but sledgehammer she, to it. Yeah, with a sledgehammer and bleach <laughs> and all that. How many hundreds of thousands of emails and they were trying to uh, torture uh, poor Jerome Corsi and Roger Stone over trying to remember an email to Assange. She destroyed hundreds of thousands of them. Nothing. And that's why people get so incensed on the other side, because they've dreamed about Hillary Clinton being prosecuted for something. And she's like the queen of this because it's so obvious we talked about Tony lifting weights there. You know, I hope he, you know, it doesn't happen. What happened to that, that poor guy that was going to testify against her that became probably the only guy in the history of the world to no. die from a crushed windpipe from a barbell falling on him in no. the gym. She still, she had somebody a couple last month, I think, where, who some woman just died in the middle of a flight that was, was testifying against her for something. It's so, but nobody, that's just conspiracy there. And what they're doing now, they're trying to silence people because you have all these companies that are na- that are coming out against not real naysayers like us, but people like Alex Jones and and uh, Tucker. He'll probably end up being sued for something. I'm surprised he hasn't already. Uh, and Fox News itself. And it sends a terrible message because what it does is it says, you know, you there will be no criticism. Dissent will not be tolerated. And that's that's basically what they're saying. You go. I mean, look what's happening to Trump in Georgia he's probably going to be prosecuted there the same way, basically for saying they stole the election from him.
0: Ah, he deserves to be prosecuted. Well, but, but,
2: but in the same, in my opinion. In right. the same state, Stacey Abrams yeah. is, is still going around claiming they robbed her and she's governor. The same state. Yeah. So this is what I'm talking about. You can't have that kind of selective prosecution. Of course, we know Trump's an actor, but uh, <clears throat> it sends the message and symbolically, it tells people that the law, courts are against them so stay away from any controversy because i know i I don't want to enter any courts and uh going up against something like they have the resources we don't have and if fox news with their resources and donald trump with their resources can't or won't fight them more likely because they're part of the show then what chance do we have
0: no 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 i get it man but um you know, Trump was down there just just as a I'm going to I'm going to give guard the closing thoughts here and then we're going to transition to the next story. But to build a bridge to the next story, Trump literally called people and tried to strong arm them to get extra votes. Like, wh- why would you do something like that? Like, I, I mean, I know Trump Trump advisors were pulling out their hair like, dude, come. Let's try to figure this out some other way. Let's not incriminate yourself here. You know, but but there's actual audio. Uh, documentation of Trump doing this on several occasions down in Georgia. He's got problem with the Republican Party. Does not separate themselves from Donald Trump. They will not win the election in 2024. They have to go with someone else. They have to, and they won't. And that's the problem. All right, Guard. What's up? Give me your thoughts.
1: Yeah, I know it's interesting. You brought up the phone call thing because those are instances I think where where we can see that uh, Trump's recklessness uh, really supersedes, uh, any, uh, concept of, of, uh, intelligent discourse and things like that, where he's calling somebody. And, you know, when you read it, you know, that he's not threatening somebody, but he's saying, Hey, uh, you know, find the votes and you know, they'll dig up the votes, that sort of thing. But it, it can be used against him. It could be used against him. And he's not thinking as he's doing, saying those sorts of things. And that's just as I, as I said about Alex Jones, Trump is his own worst enemy. You know, it's it's this this situation where they've got to understand their positions and they don't. They don't understand what targets they are. They they're much, much too overconfident. Uh, and and they think that they can get away with so much stuff. That is maybe not necessarily intended to be done in a nefarious way, uh, and there's plenty other stuff that they've done that is probably uh, unscrupulous. But in those instances where you know that have become high profile, like him calling somebody to look for the votes, that sort of thing, you gotta you gotta say no, Donald, put the phone down, don't call. You know that's a dumb idea. Don't do it. It'll be used in the wrong way. I mean, anybody. If we were hanging out in, in a in a uh, a club. You know, and and a bunch of us were in a bowling club and somebody had some ideas about, you know, yeah, one of our guys, uh, let's let's call him up. Let's do this. We'd be like, no, don't, let's not do that. That's not a good idea. And I don't know why these politicians do this sort of stuff. Maybe it's because they have to do so much that they are just going to it's inevitable that they're going to make slip ups like that. Um, but, you know, to me, the other the other part of this that that gets me is how this is going to manifest itself for the upcoming election with guys like RFK Jr. And, um, you know, what the media, how much attention they're going to give to RFK Jr., what pressures there are from their corporate sponsors, especially the drug companies, as to whether or not they're going to talk to RFK Jr. Like, is, say, Neil Cavuto, he's probably going to be on the attack. We don't know. Um, Or they're just going to give him a big leaving alone. Because I think the more they talk to RFK Jr., the more people are going to tie on to RFK Jr.'s Points, and yeah. I, I think they're they're just not going to touch him. They don't want to talk talk to, uh, talk to RFJ, RFK Jr. if they can avoid it. I think.
0: So I I, I was going to talk about Ali Alexander, but let's oh talk yeah, about our, let's talk about RFK Jr. because I mean it's an it's an easy transition. So let's let's do that. Sure. Um. So to your point, you know, uh, who's interviewing him? The guy's a Democrat, right? He's running as a Democrat. Who's the first person to get him on? Mr. Tucker Carlson. Right. And eventually he's going to end up with Steve Bannon. He's been on the war room before. This is uh, th- there's a, there's a connection there. Right. Uh, um, He tried to RFK. He said that he was being uh, you know, that he's being defamed and that I mean that, that it was smeared. I'm sorry, not defamed. They, they were trying to smear his campaign uh, by saying that he was somehow connected to Steve Bannon. Wait till he pops up on the war room. It's, it's, gonna, it's inevitable. It's going to happen. Uh, uh, Neil Cavuto is going to get him, right? Why isn't uh, the left uh, trying to interview this guy? Why not? That's yeah. really interesting to me. You know, and, and I think it has something to do with his position with vaccines. And, and they continue to say that he's, he's anti-vax. He's not anti-vax. You know he 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 is uh, pro-vax freedom. Maybe that's the good way to put it. I don't know. The guys here who are more knowledgeable than me will put it in 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 a better in a better uh, light. But uh, but that's what what uh, what I take from him. I heard him on Tucker Carlson, and I couldn't help but think if this guy didn't have a speech impediment, he'd be the president of the United States hands down without of. Without a doubt, he would win this election. It would be no competition with him and Joe Biden, and he would wipe the floor with Donald Trump and become the president of the United States. Unfortunately, he has this speech impediment, and they're going to hit him with the anti-vax thing. He's not going to be a factor, in my opinion. Let's see how much of a factor he ends up being. Let's remember the, the the bubble that we're here, that, that we're in here in the alternative media. And we like to prop up RFK Jr. and what he stands for. You know, he wrote the book about Fauci. So we're like, yeah, great. The rest of the people outside of our bubble don't necessarily see it that way. All right. We need to keep that in mind. Don Jeffries, what's going on? You saw your boy, on with Tucker Carlson. What did you think?
2: Well, you know, he's he's uh, everything I've heard him say, um, I agree with because it's not just uh, about the vaccines. He's been a tremendous critic of Fauci and Bill Gates. Don't forget that.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: these are very, very powerful people who the the left loves. So the Democrats, I don't think I think that uh, talking about ignoring him, I think that the liberal so-called liberal media will ignore him. I don't think that they, they are. they're yeah. they're, 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 not, they're not he's not going to go on CNN or MSNBC or anything like that because he it's not just the vaccines he is a a great critic of our neocon war strategy he's very, even though his son again and this is what I like about the Kennedys well, I think sets them apart there is nobody else of their stature where they have uh, sons out there fighting he had a son over there fighting and you I, I why I don't know I think it's pretty stupid. But he did, and it goes back to the Kennedys actually being, you know, JFK being an actual war hero. These were not chicken hawks. And uh, <clears throat> so, he, so he he knows what he's – but he talked about how foolish it is, how foolish the the, the aid to Ukraine is. And he he, he mentioned all the money we give given to Ukraine and our own uh, – you know, how, how, how much people get on food stamps and welfare being cut, not to mention the people in the streets. So he's making great points. And, of course, on any of these issues, it's enough to keep him – off the airwaves. But the fact that he's the only Kennedy that's ever been publicly outspoken about the deaths of his father and his and his uh, uncle, he calls them out. He said the CIA killed him. He was talking about Operation Northwoods in a recent interview. He's saying things that nobody else is saying. So, you know, I don't know what maybe he is on, uh, on climate change or that, although I think he's I think he's becoming awake on that because, again, he's 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 realizing that uh, the left that he was once a part of, he's an environmentalist like I would be an environmentalist. There are no environmentalists anymore. Climate change is completely different than that, from that. But uh, he's been uh, he's been a good guy his entire life. He founded, you know, a company in Massachusetts when he was very young. And of course, he had, they may decide if he does catch any traction, they'll probably talk about him using heroin and the problems he had when he was young, which was unfortunate. But he openly talks about it. But he, when he was young, he helped start with his brother uh, a company to offer heating heat uh, in the winter to uh, to poor people. You know, those are the kind of things that Kennedys do. It's an admirable thing. So he comes from that. He's uh, he doesn't have any kind of background where he uh, he went to make more money. And obviously, he's uh, by by sticking his neck out. He's like so many of us have. He has a very high profile family. <laughs> his family hates him. I don't think anybody in his family is going to vote for him except maybe one brother. So he's just on the vaccines alone, but also on the issue of talking about about his father. You know, he st- he wanted Sirhan paroled last year and the rest of his, you know, one of the, the crazy sister that was married to Andrew Cuomo. So, you know, how you know, you know how, what her taste is. And oh, she has
0: excellent taste. It's yeah, she's got an excellent. Taste. Yeah.
2: <laughs> right, so so, wow. you know, we're going to listen to her opinion. So <laughs> she blasts him as a, he's a crazy conspiracy nut. Why anybody would listen to him? I don't know. She said that publicly. Yeah. So, um, he's got a lot of the right enemies, uh, just like Trump did. But it's he probably will because he may have to end up going on the war room. Although he's kind of distanced himself from Dan and maybe won't mm-hmm. now, but he has to look at where the biggest platforms I can get because he's trying to get his message out there. And and you know, really realistically, I don't know why he's running as a Democrat except maybe he just that's what he still thinks he is, and he's remembering a different Democratic Party. But uh, he's not a Republican. But he's if Trump hadn't killed the third party movement and the independent, and that's what I say the essence of Trump Stein project was, was to kill any alternative political movement and get everybody entrenched in this disastrous two-party Tweedledum, Tweedledee system. And you see that's where we are now. So he had to pick between Tweedledee and Tweedledum because he, he should be able to go to third party and win because there are millions of people out there that would be receptive to what he says. But unfortunately, I, I don't think he'll do that and I, with the with the vote, the way it is that you would see real vote fraud come into play if, if he ran as like a third party candidate, they they would definitely rig that. But uh, and I admit I'm a Kennedy fanboy. it goes back to when I was a little kid. And that's when I became politically awake as, as a kid when his father ran for president and getting killed. I remember, you know, going into school that day and a lot of the other stupid kids making fun of it and almost getting in fights with him because I was distraught. You know, so I am I'm connected emotionally to this. So to see his son up there and saying a lot of the things he's saying, even with his voice impediment, it's uh, it's personal for me. So I, I know it's unrealistic and I've heard people say he doesn't have a chance and he doesn't. I know he's you know, he's part of it. He wouldn't let him run. A and I understand all that. But uh, I can't help watching it and somehow hoping, you know, like uh, it's a Frank Capra film and I'm waiting for the happy ending like I, I do all the time. I actually have some hope out there. So uh, I will be watching with interest.
0: I'll be watching with interest, too. I don't think anybody blames you for that. You know, it's just uh, um, you United States politics is is a popularity contest. It's what it is. Ain't nobody paying attention to anything else. You know, uh, and uh, unfortunately, he, he's going to come up short because of his uh, physical ailments. And that's it. That's it. I mean, he doesn't stand a chance, you know, be, because of it. And And there's a lot of I mean, this is just my opinion. You know, a, a, a lot of uh, of the alternative media is speculating on the murder, right, that they're going to kill him, that they're going to kill him. You know, and I understand that. I don't think he is. Uh, I don't think he's as important. To these people as as we're making them out to be here in the alternative media, I hope to God they don't kill him for one. Uh, I don't think they will either. But but definitely I, I hope that does not happen if If he didn't have this speech issue, there's no telling what would happen here. Then then we could have serious uh, talks about them killing him. Um, But this is what's going to set him back. And it's just that simple. There's we can talk about the policies all day long. We can even talk about the vaccine uh, situation. You know, um, I think he might have been able to even overcome that. Um, And and this is me being hopeful right at, at that point, you know, at a debate, maybe communicating in an eloquent way. To the people of the united states and having them understand right what he's trying to say rather what rather than what they're smearing him for but um the fact that he sounds the way he sounds it's over like he's he's just not not going to be able to do it in my opinion all right guard what's up
1: well i kind of look at it on on three levels uh one is uh, just the personal level and what i've seen from rfk jr Uh, even though i have some disagreements as a libertarian anarchist voluntarist with him Uh, On on many specific topics, uh, I found that either I've come to his position or he's come to my position uh, or we've already agreed. Uh, And so as as you guys have mentioned, some of the things that he said in his uh, opening statement at the Park Plaza Hotel in Boston about Ukraine, what he said with Tucker uh, about the United States hegemonic resolve to have bases all around the world, uh, wanting to pull those back. I think on a personal level, um, I find him very admirable and I think that uh, the pl- you know the past black marks that might have been in his life. Uh, I think he's acknowledged a lot of those things and I think that as as far as um, what I've seen, um, if I were to meet him, I could have a a really solid conversation with a guy that I could say, yeah, you know what? I think this guy's an okay guy and he's very bright. And he's trying to do the right thing. And he surrounded himself with some people that I think he thinks are are doing the right thing as well. So that's that's pretty darn cool, especially coming from a family like that where you think about all those pressures. You think about a guy who never really even got to know his dad, you know, or is, is you know, I mean the the weird psychological things, the 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 anguish and the, the anger and the the attempt to try to get back at people and what I can show those Deep state people, in the end, to to resolve to try to do all these things that he has done. And Don mentioned that that company that he uh, he started, uh, co started in Massachusetts and New England for bringing in uh, heating oil for families that were poor. Uh, I used to I remember watching the commercials for that on Channel Five in Boston. Uh, we used to see those guys. You know, they'd be bringing some. You know, they were they were there with the trucks. You know, they were doing stuff, and it might have been more promotional stuff. But they they started that up. That was really cool. Um, and so then, on the other level of it, then you've got specifics and the fact that if he's in the race, okay, maybe he can't win. I don't know. I don't want to, you know, shoot that right out there, right at the start. Um, I don't vote for uh, people for offices, uh, generally speaking, because I oppose the the idea of the political office itself, because it's you know I, I oppose taxation. That's yeah. It. So thank you. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, but um, but uh, you know, as far as uh, what he's doing, I think. It's it's really going to provide some good opportunities for some strong debate, and also some strong debate on areas where I might not agree with him. You know, uh, we saw his statement about um, closing down the bases, and you know his statement about an almost nine hundred billion dollar military budget, almost a trillion dollars for the next year. Uh, and that's that's just on the books, right? We're not even talking about what's off the books. We don't even know, right? And that feedback loop going to the defense industry and the deep state and the intelligence industry and all the different people they pay off. We've already seen that they pay off people at that that as as you know put my work on a blacklist. Yeah. You know, I mean, we've got NewsGuard being paid by the Pentagon, and we have that revealed. We've got Twitter getting money from the FBI. My own work was suppressed, my stuff. I mean, if that doesn't piss you off, I don't know what, what would, right? So I can imagine what he must have gone through with all the things that have done. On the, I mean, we're talking life and death for his family. I mean, it's crazy, it's crazy, right? So what I think is interesting is with a guy like him, I think he is one of the few people that if, if the interviewers will engage him in real conversation can really reveal growth and a a thought process from a person. And even if you were to talk to a guy like me or David Knight or whoever to say, well, look, you want to shut down the basis. But now you're talking about spending that for social programs. It's not your money. It never was your money. So how about you just leave it in the pockets of the people who earned it and allow the next generations that are saddled with this debt enslavement to not be enslaved? Those are the sorts of things that if you have a reasonable conversation, he might be able to make some arguments. And then you've got the environmental stuff. So I think all these are really, really, um, um, they're, they're very fertile fields for honest conversation with a guy that I think is one of the few people who wants to be pretty down to earth and honest there. And he's very smart and he'll use good rhetoric and he knows how to pick his times and places. But I do think that he's one of the few people that of all those people running, if I were to actually engage him in conversation, I wouldn't walk away dissatisfied. You know,
0: there you go. Thank you for your thoughts, guard. You know, my my, my biggest thing is that I think a cat Goya said and I, I put it up there. I took a, let, me see, let me see if I could find it, put it back up. You know, Um. you know, that 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 uh, RFK will inject real debate, you know, real topics. And this is true. I I just think are we preaching to the choir at this point? Like how how RFK is the guy, right? And, and he knows this stuff. But what's his reach? How far? I mean, and this is me being ultra, um, not necessarily skeptical, but I I I don't think he has the reach to touch the mainstream. i and, and and we can talk about Tucker Carlson being the mainstream and he is and he's been on there, but how many people are gonna take him seriously and actually debate this, right? Like I'm sure it's gonna have some spillover, but how much? You know, um we I think we need we need someone that 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 that's the total package to push this forth and unfortunately RFK is not it in my opinion. I think we're gonna see minimal. We're gonna see a lot of debate here in the alternative media, right? And we're gonna see a lot of it here. But we already talk about this stuff. We don't need RFK to inject these ideas into our bloodstream. We already talk about this stuff. We need it to spill over. How much is it going to spill over? I don't know. I think a lot of people are just poo them, And we can't trust Fox News to do it because whatever affects their bottom line is what they're going to push. So let's see what we got here with RFK, man. Um, Interesting to watch, you know. Um, If I had a gun to my head, I still wouldn't vote. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who, you know, I, I've only voted once in my life. So, uh, there, there needs to be somebody else, man, you know. Um, but I, I love Guard's philosophy, man. I, I really do. I have to get into this because it sounds like me. I don't even know it, but every time I hear Guard say something, I'm like, that makes freaking sense. I, oh, I, nice, man. That, you know, nice, man. Um, hey, what can I it's say? It's all,
1: it's all leaning towards my, uh, fundamental campaign of non-running just give me all your money and i won't run
0: Love it. (laughs) (laughs) all right let's let's go on here and let's and let's talk about what the alternative media is not talking about and that's how we build ourselves as the alternative to the alternative here on america unplugged freeworld.fm the infinite fringe and all our sister shows right we are um the alternative to the alternative the alternative media is just not talking about this ali alexander stop the steal God, <laughs> almost spit up his water i don't, I don't know. know if it was because of something i said or what but just, that was class just bringing just bringing up that guy oh man that was perfect <laughs> that was beautiful um so this guy is is uh, you know we've been we've been talking about him here for quite some time i think he's a piece of filth along with everybody else in the stop the steal movement and and people that that get down with alex jones and and uh Steve Bannon and Roger Stone and who's the other one? Nick Fuentes. Oh, Apparently, man. oh my gosh! So, you know, it's 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 the 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 righteous right that condemn everything under the sun, and then they turn out to be doing exactly what they say um, that uh, you know that they're fighting against. You know, and and uh, a lot of this, you know, the QAnon movement and and did not not to mess with uh, with the kids because the democrats are you know they're they're going after these kids and some democrats may be right but um it's not exclusive to them it's 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 the elite these these people not to say that ali alexander is the elite because he's nowhere close right but uh, th- these people for some reason they they have power trips and they want to do crazy things anyway here's ali alexander and for a long time this has been going around. Shouts to Neil Sanders, shouts to John Brissom, who've been on this from the beginning. and a lot of time I gave them pushback because I didn't necessarily believe. But here you go. Um, I, Ali Alexander has come out and apologized for uh, you know soliciting pictures from minors. Uh, you know pedophile behavior here, you know and and you know how much uh, this is this is talked about here in the alternative media, but a 15 year old kid, he asked for naked pictures, uh, allegedly, even though this stuff is out there, um, and he's kind of admitted to some of it, but still, right? Um, a 15-year-old kid put out pictures that he's, uh, I mean, uh, sent uh, Ali Alexander pictures in return for political influence because they wanted to get into the game. Ali Alexander allegedly said, I'm going to hook you up with Milo Yiannopoulos, and Milo was the one who released this stuff, saying that he's using my name, so I'm going to go ahead and release it. Milo only released it after they had a falling out, which says a lot about Milo, Milo Yiannopoulos, right? And, and uh, you know, there's more people involved here. But th- these are the kind of people that we're dealing with, you know, that that go out there and have bold face lies, right, about to stop the steal. bold face lies, grifting your money, right? And we've been saying that for a long time. And this is a, a character uh, a flaw that needs to be pointed out. Look what he's doing with these little kids. Little kids, bro. Little kids trying to get little kids to send them naked pictures. Send me pictures of your penis. Some of it. Uh, some of these uh, messages allegedly said, you know, crazy stuff. And uh, why is the alternative media not talking about this? I thought that we were supposed to be you know, looking out for the kids. Everybody's like, "Don't mess with the kids, man." You know, don't mess. A tranny story time. Don't mess with the kids. Leave the kids alone. What's going on? Why are you not talking about Ali Alexander? Why? I don't, know.
2: I don't know. Don Jeffries, what are you thinking? Well, I was Ali Alexander's attorney. <laughs> Uh, my advice to him would be to instantly come out and say this is all due to gender confusion. And then he's actually identifying as, uh, you know, some one of the 57 genders and he would, he'd be instantly out of any hot water and he'd probably be celebrated to the fact maybe the Hollywood would want him, or he certainly could get a job at CNBC, CNBC uh, uh, MSNBC or CNN, because uh, that changes everything. <laughs> you know, there's no, there's no, there's no, anything with kids is fine as long as you're transgender. So, that would, and I, I would really suggest that to any garden pedophile who is just a male. Uh, I, you know, that that would be my legal strategy. And again, I, again, I recognize what they're doing is awful, but so I, I'm not making light of it. But that's that's kind of where we are. And but it's I don't know why. And I've heard the rumors about Nick Fuentes as well. Yeah. Why there seem to be so many prominent gays? I mean, gays are still a very small percentage of the population, but they seem to be everywhere. And uh, especially in, it, it's, it's really disquieting in the conservative uh, part of the political spectrum, but that's been a long, what what's the guy? I remember the guy from, um, I can't think of him now. The guy was playing footsie under the, uh, in the, the, uh, oh, the in, in, in the bathrooms. Yeah. yeah to, he was a
1: congressman. Right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. A longtime Senator. And uh, again, right-winger fed other right-wingers. And a lot of times they're, they're really what we used to call gay bashers. They're really anti-gay. I right, mean, Mike, right. Mike, there's rumors about Mike Pence folks. And uh, nobody, the, the gays hate Mike Pence like, like. they I, I I said before I knew three or four people who liked Donald Trump when he first was announcing president that were gay. As soon as he named Pence, boom! Suddenly they got the worst case of Trump derangement syndrome you've ever seen. Right. Uh, I so I don't. But there are rumors about him, and again, I don't know that. But um, uh, it's it it it's and it's the same kind of thing we talked about with Fox News. It is. I think there's something especially disturbing about uh, people that are pretending to be something they're not or maybe they're the opposite of, especially when they're so far to that degree. So Ali Alexander, again, you know, he would get in big trouble doing that. And But the fact that there's so many of these guys that seem to be this is what their sex drive is. They want underage boys or girls, mostly boys, it seems like. But so I, I would say that we really need to look at all the all the uh, young guys, or may not young now, that, that that were sent to prison for having sex with a, an underage girl when they were, let's say they were 18 and their girlfriend was 15. Yeah. And, they, and they're, they're serving years in prison. All those guys need to be freed because that's way less perverted than any of these other things like that. To me, it's kind of natural. You know, you're an 18 year old guy. You have a 16 year old girlfriend. I think there's they're pretty much age appropriate, but there are lots of people that are prisoned because they've set up an age, especially with the transgender stuff with kids being sexualized now as well. So people need to look at all that because I, so I have a little bit of a sympathy for anybody who is, who's, who may be uh, under a possibility of punishment for this, because there's so much craziness going on. There's a lot of inconsistency and we need to determine, okay, especially, especially with kids, because at this point, uh, really, the, the, the same woke people that are celebrating grooming and drag queen and drag brunches, the little kids, why, why shouldn't they celebrate all pedophilia? I mean, because that's what they're doing, isn't it? So I, I think it's kind of unfair to the Alexanders, Alexander's people of the world, who I guess is gay and likes underage boys and doesn't want to admit it. Maybe he's going to apologize for it now. But that's something you don't do that unless that's your urge. You go back to Michael Jackson, you know, you don't, you don't not have any, especially somebody with his money. You don't just want to spend all a bunch of time with little boys having sleepovers at your, at your ranch. People, everybody has a sex urge, So I think we need to, to examine that honestly and determine if, okay, if these, these sexual perversions are crimes and most of us believe they are, then they need to be all across the board. So, you know, you go back to when, you know, I remember Don Henley, of the Eagles, was caught with two underage girls in his, uh, naked in his mansion. Nothing happened to him. They were prosecuted. Now, if you or I were caught with two underage naked girls in our house, I guarantee you it wouldn't be them that would be prosecuted. So that's the thing. It all, and I wrote about this in Survival of the Richest*. We need to be consistent, but we know the law is <laughs> anything but consistent. So I don't know what the real story is there. And, uh, maybe maybe Alexander, Ali Alexander's is prominent enough where this will just bounce off him. I can't believe he's that, he has that kind of power, but it's, it is, it was, it was surprising to hear. And, you know, maybe Nick Fuentes will be the next one because I'm sure you've not, you've heard lots of things. And What was, what was inferred about Marco Rubio during the campaign, there, there, there's, these stories are out there about a lot, and it's, it's hard to believe that that many people that achieve prominence are gay or, but I, you know, for a long time I've said that I think there's a reason for that. That's because especially when they go into politics and they win office, they purposely select people like that because they're easily compromised. So if, if you if they decide to go off the reservation, then you bring out what, what they're real. Oh, you know, this guy's really gay. This guy's really a pedophile. So I think that's probably that's the only thing to explain it, because they're the numbers in the population are so small. You wouldn't see this happen that often, I don't think. But it seems to be uh, way disproportionate.
0: Out here in New York, there's tons of gay people, so I I, I don't know. <laughs> I see, yeah. I just, you see it all the time, um, it, but uh, Alexander is a 35, 40 year old man. I, I don't That's know how old ahead. he is, man. And, and and he's trying to you know, you you, you want to go, uh, you know, go have sex with Nick Fuentes. I'm sure he's open to it. Go go do that, right? But what are you doing, messing with the little kids, right? And then you talk all this nonsense after the fact, right? I got a problem with it. Stop it. <laughs> Knock it off, right? And, and and I understand that that's his attraction. Gotta stop. It, it, it doesn't matter to me. That's your attraction. Somebody comes over and tries to do something to one of my kids and that's their attraction, I'm beating the shit out of you. Straight up. No excuses, right? That's your attraction? Good. This is my attraction. Beating the fuck out of you right now. You know? That's the end of it. That's the end of it. So Ali Alexander, right, is saying that he's struggling with same-sex attraction. Just say that you're gay, dude. You're gay. Right. Just say it. Just come on and say. And he said he said he's dealing with it with with God and he's trying to get over it and all this other stuff, man. Listen, um, this has been going around for a long time. Right. And and people have known it for quite some time. And now it's built over. And I hope he's held accountable for it. Not only do I hope he's held accountable for it 100 percent, I hope the alternative media holds him accountable for it because we we hold everybody else accountable for it as well we should on the other side of the spectrum if they're blue you hold them accountable but if they're red maybe not so much let's hold his ass accountable too right i mean this is this is what this guy's doing Th- that's disgusting man yep. it's disgusting bro like i mean i don't know like I, it's i i understand the argument of of uh, you know an 18 year old and a 16 year old right i get that you know and then the 18-year-old is accused of statutory rape as a result, right? And and his life is over. Yep. Something needs to be done about that. That's not cool, right? Nope. Like they, they were both consensual. Even
2: even if the girl lied about their age, which they do a lot of times, like, and you how are you supposed to know? I've I've known people that happened yeah. to that. That's why I say this. Yeah, it's. But I would like to know what the situation would be. Let's say this was. What do you think would happen if Dylan Mulvaney was caught asking uh, underage boys? for pictures of their penis. I, I think it would be looked at a lot differently. I really, I mean, now the right would look at it suspiciously, of course, but I think the left would look at it differently. And I don't know what the left is even saying about Ali Alexander, but I'm sure they're coming down harder on him than they would, for instance, again, if, it, it's just, if I'm him, just just say you're confused about your gender, man. That's all you got to do. Don't say same Says I'm confused about my gender. I'm not sure what gender I am. And that's all you got to do. And just come up with the, I'm actually this and this pick something out of the air. You're clear.
0: Guard Goldsmith, what do you see? You're sitting there, very pensive, wheels are turning. I can't wait to hear it. What's up, sir?
1: Exactly, man. Well, you know, I, I, I'm I, sort of looking at, at it this way. I think Ali Alexander is probably kicking himself that he didn't listen to Hillary Clinton and Peter Gabriel and engage in the sledgehammer effect when it comes to his phones, you know? Uh Sludge hammer or stop the hammering. Stop the hammering.
0: Let me let me, let me stop you for just a second because cause, cause uh, games without frontiers came on my, my phone this yeah. morning. I'm I'm playing it, getting ready to do the show and do and and I instantly thought of you because you brought it up on one of your shows. That's I was like, right. God, was just talking about this dope song, and I wasn't aware that it came out in 1979, because it, it still it, it still had a fresh sound to it in the nineties when I heard it in nineteen ninety something. I was like this yeah. is what is this new no it came out god knows when but i learned that because of you you know oh hey
1: cool yeah, yeah that's so, that's really cool i'm glad you remember that that's that's awesome i'm glad you brought it back to mind too i love the whistle part of that song it's you dope. know it's got that sort of weird oh, the they marching off to war it's thing such yeah. an
0: innovative uh ahead of its time song yeah you know, like yeah peter yeah. gabriel was that like it just just i got into into peter gabriel in the 90s right like it was already he had already had a history but I wasn't yeah. aware of it. I didn't know that he had gotten down with Genesis. You know, I didn't know any of that stuff. So yeah, yeah, that, man. Then listening to what he did as a solo artist, I'm like, this is so different. You know. Uh, and oh yeah. So, anyway, yeah. go ahead. I'm sorry yeah. I had to get off. off no, the- no,
1: it's it's fascinating. Yeah. He's got he's got new stuff coming out, and he lives in Bath, which is uh, pretty uh, pretty popular for people who are into like the pagan stuff and everything. Like Goldfrapp lives there, and uh, Nick Cage got a castle near there and stuff like that.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, so. Okay. Uh,
1: yeah. And a bunch of my friends, my favorite place in England, I love going to bath and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, checking out the royal bath houses. No connection to Ali Alexander. No, <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, but yeah, you know, it, it, and and Don, you brought it up because going through my mind, I'm sitting there going like, yeah, what is it with these you know, these positions of power, these people who ascribe to get into these positions, it's sort of like the star liquor thing from Hollywood and the casting couch stuff from Hollywood and the Epstein stuff, you know, you just like these people. Well, obviously it's because guys like Ali Alexander and there's so many other people around who rather than being stand up people and, you know, and just trying to Manage their stuff within adult communities. Will prey on people who are more vulnerable, who think that they can, they if they can seduce them with something, they can bring them in and and take advantage of these people. And you're just like, man, I that is just really, really scummy. Mm-hmm. And of course, mm-hmm. then you got the higher ups who are the pup, puppet string pullers on so many of these people who will use it to brownstone people and take advantage of them, whether it's Dennis Hastert, who's put in as Speaker yes. of the House, and yep. they know that they can manipulate him and use him, or it's somebody else, you know. Um, uh, it's, it's. you know, I hadn't really, it, I was going through the thought process on it, and I'm like, yeah, Ali Alexander is one of these guys who's desperate to get involved in some way to get his little, you know, his camel's nose under the tent and get into are the larger areas of influence and getting money and things like that. Same thing with Fuentes, in my opinion. Um, And so, so many of these guys will be given these opportunities if they can be used later. And uh, I didn't know about what you mentioned about Milo, you know, I would have been much happier, especially with, you know, what Milo has been saying about his newfound Christianity and and so on and so forth. Uh, Yeah. If it had not been that Milo did this because they had some sort of falling out and I don't know, maybe the falling out was about that. I don't know. But the idea that milo only released the this point. stuff because of that uh really is a black mark against he's milo.
2: no longer gay milo's no longer gay is what i heard <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he, cured, he cured himself of, but I, I just want to make real quick is that that, that when we look at how the ally alexander thing and, and first of all i, I like it. and somebody point i think it was sam's Bodie tree that pointed out I, I i do get when people talk about pedophilia it, it's really pedophilia applies to somebody who's attracted to somebody who hasn't sexually developed yet pre-puberty. Yeah. Right. So to be attracted to a 15, 17 year old, that's not pedophilia. It's another term, I think, but and actually it actually was normal for a long time. Uh, but, you know, back in the day, but it's interesting that with, with the transgender movement, kids have become empowered now for so long in terms of pedophilia, we're told they can't consent. And of course, I don't think they can consent, but we're told they're victims and they're being pr- stalked and preyed by these predators. Right. But the problem is with the transgender movement. Suddenly, the kids are empowered. Even seven, eight years old. Suddenly, they have the decision. Schools are allowing them to decide to transition, and they're not even telling the parents. They had so why do they? Why do those kids have power that they can? And presumably, they can. I, I I think they probably can consent to sex. I would guarantee that the people that support this. Why wouldn't they? If they can change their sex, why can't they have sex? So it, it's interesting the way those kids are looked at when they're transitioned. Then it's, you know, hey, you know, well, they have power. They're sexual creatures. This is what are they my, minor attracted uh, persons. They're new thing they're trying to throw into the LBGDQ thing. But for people who are just old fashioned repressed gays or even just old fashioned people that are perverted to some degree and they want underage uh, girls or boys, they're looked at differently. Then it's like, oh my God, you know, she you know, she she's a victim, even if she's a, a week short of her 18th birthday. You know that that's basically the way to look at it. So again, it needs to be consistent, and that's why I think the uh, I I don't think the left will make much of much of a big deal over Ally Alexander, because then it opens the door to the to the response. Wait a minute, look at how you're sexualizing children. This entire transgender movement is about that, mm. and and making them sexual creatures. So, you know, and that's why I said I, I was not being I was being facetious, but not that facetious. If I was Ali Alexander's lawyer, that's a strategy. Any sexual pervert should be adopting that now. I'm confused. I'm, I, I don't know about my gender. So no matter what I did, it's because of that. Now that I know who I am, I'm OK. And that's, you know, I, I think that, you know, it's it's all messed. And somebody mentioned I uh, <coughs> I saw a commercial recently where uh, I don't know what the product was, but the, the tagline was it's a mess out there. And that describes America 2.0. It's a mess out there.
0: Right. Absolutely. All right. We got one more topic, and then we're getting up out of here. Let's talk about the <laughs> vaccine or the injection. Um, apparently, what they're doing is, and this is according to Technocracy News and Trends. Go check it out. Uh, they are now, you know, uh, using mRNA injections uh, on animals like pigs and and cows, right? And 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 they're trying to potentially. Uh, uh, vaccinate people that way, right? I remember um not too long ago, there was a, a vaccine that was airborne. They were saying that they were going to have an airborne vaccine. I can't seem to find that anywhere for some reason. If anybody finds it, please send it my way. Um But this is the, the wave of the future. If you're not going to, if you're not going to want to go and actually show up and roll up your sleeve, they're going to find a different way to do it, you know? And um that's it. That's just going to be it. It's going to be like Monsanto, right? Like a, Your your a Monsanto seed falls in your your farm and your crops, it automatically becomes Monsanto stuff. That's that's exactly what it's gonna that's that's what it's trending like. Anyway, Don, give me your thoughts. What's up? What do you think about this?
2: Well, this this brings to mind what uh, we were told by the fact checkers that this was this misinformation because a lot of people have been saying that Bill Gates Mm. has been pushing this for a while now. Hey, we can't get people to to take the vaccine we'll just give it to the animals and they'll have no choice, but to eat it, to, to, uh, you know, to get it that way. Right. So this is really just what he's saying. So I, I don't know, maybe the fact checkers will still state misinformation. I don't know. They, they know better obviously, but, uh, <laughs> but this, this stands to reason if you have millions of people who are not going to take it any other way and you're just bound to determine that you're going to get this in us come hell or high water, then, uh, and of course that makes it imperative that we find new ways to grow food, I guess, that they're going to put it in everything, but, uh, I, I don't know. I, I have a hard time believing that they would be able to uh, to get it and everything, although they might do it without telling us. I mean, we don't know when we're eating food. We don't know if you remember a few years back, they tried to get uh, just a, a voluntary listing of uh, ingredients that had GMO products for foods. Remember that? And Californians, in their infinite wisdom, voted it down. They did, They don't want to know what's in their food. I don't want to know. And right. it wasn't they were banning GMO products like Vladimir Putin. The great evil one has, he's banned all GMO products for years in Russia. Um, so right there, he's better than most of our politicians here. They don't even want to put the label. They want to put the ingredients on the label. If they're GMO, they'll put everything else. But if it's GMO product, they don't want to have to tell you. Now, why would that be? Shouldn't you have the, what about pro-choice? Should not you have the right to decide? So we definitely should have the right to decide on ingest- ingesting something that has MRNA in it. But uh, who knows? But uh, they, they need to give credit to Bill Gates because this was his idea. <laughs>
0: right. Guard, what are you thinking about all this, man? Um, what do you know? This is a uh, this is scary, you know, and, but it's, yeah. it's really what we need to we need to face up to because it's a it's a very real possibility.
1: Yeah. And I'm so glad that you wanted to talk about this too, Billy Ray, because, uh, you know, I'm sure a lot of people over the past couple of weeks have seen Tom Renz talking about this with Naomi Wolf and other people. Uh, I think he was on Infowars talking about it. They gave him a segment uh, to talk about it. He's an attorney. And I think, I, in fact, you probably saw the flash if you, you saw me, because I was calling up this, uh, this bit of information. You know, he's been working on the state level with Missouri and it's HB 1169, HB 1169 in Missouri, as uh, they're trying to get the information out about these mRNA vaccines just to label that it has been put into livestock. And um, as we've seen previously, Peter McCullough has numerous times mentioned that the spike protein, as we know, doesn't just stay localized. It, that's insane. It, of course, it's not going to stay localized. Uh, but the spike protein uh, is generated everywhere and regenerated everywhere and is and is um, exuded in uh, breast milk. So uh, it, the idea that these things are just going to, uh, somehow uh, become completely uh, uh, not dangerous. They're not going to affect human beings. How do they know any of that stuff? We don't know. And he says that they're getting massive pushback in Missouri to stop that bill. Uh, that just blows my mind, you know. Uh, and again, you know, I am in favor. I'm not in favor of the state mandating labels on anything. <laughs> but the thing that gets me is that. If these people are going to be pushing this sort of stuff, they're getting money from the government. They've already, these organizations, the mRNA developers, they've already gotten millions and millions of dollars from our tax money. They are corporate status organizations, and they are playing as hard as they can to stop people from being from seeing that their stuff has been put into this cattle. I think that's a that's a, a big, big problem. That's a big battle. And I just want to compliment Tom Renz for uh, doing what he's doing. I don't know how it's gonna turn out. Maybe somebody from Missouri knows more information about it. Uh, but you know, for me, it's like, how are you gonna escape? This is Billy Ray, this is the kind of stuff when I was at Star Trek Voyager. This is the kind of stuff when we would sit in the uh, in the story rooms that we would contemplate, like what's coming in the future. You know, oh, they're going to put some sort of genetic manipulation into the air and spread it, you know? Yeah. No, it's, absolutely. It's, it's, go, yes, ahead. Yes, yes. oh, go ahead. Finish up your point. No, I was just I was just going to say uh, to me, uh, it's just it, it indicates to me how how eel like some of these despicable people are that that not only can they take somebody else's money for their corporate research and profits, the politicians themselves, just the the absolute arrogance of these people, the hubris of these people to tell other people, I know what's best for your life, and then to inject it into the political system and then do it based on things, especially with the humans, based on absolute nonsense, the climate stuff. They're doing the same sort of viral argument about climate that, oh, if you don't stop your carbon, it's a viral spread that will destroy the whole planet. So we have to punish your carbon use. Hmm. We've got to control that. We've got to have lockdowns for carbon. You know, it's that sort of thing that it's just, it's just unbelievable. And it's all based on fiction. You can find how they tried to manipulate stuff on the, on the carbon stuff with climate gate one and two. You can look at Michael Mann's graph, and you can see how he manipulated the graph. You can zoom in on it and see that carbon dioxide increases don't precede temperature increases. It's the other way around by 600 to 800 years. And you can see the same thing with the mRNA injections. There, It's so obvious how dangerous these things are. And yet- You know, you know, but luckily, I do think that over time, as people like Tom Renz, as people like Peter McCullough, as people like you guys and I and others in the, you know, the not alternative, but independent media, Tony Arterburn, David Knight, as we've been talking about these things, we've created these networks. And there you go. RFK Jr. is one of these prominent guys. The fact that he's going to be out there injecting himself and his words. Into some of these possibly these mainstream areas, I think it can only be a benefit. And uh, so, you know, the dangers of mRNA inside cattle are, are just beyond my my imagining. It's it's insane. And and why any agricultural person would do that, except unless they're incentivized to do it by the state. Yeah. Uh, I I because it, let me look at it this way, just to finish up if as, as an anarchist, if you had a real concept of liability here, if you had a, a situation where these mRNA injections were not somehow protected by corporate status and things like that, then farmers and agricultural producers, they wouldn't feel so free to put this stuff, have, their, have this stuff in their livestock. Yeah. Because if it harms somebody, they would be directly responsible and they would, they would lose everything. A lot of this risky behavior would not exist if it weren't for the powers of state governments and federal governments to immunize these corporations and the people who form the corporations from having their assets directly destroyed. And the other thing I'll mention about it is the bankruptcy laws are also highly manipulated and they're utilized later by all sorts of people in order to retain their profits. So the whole system is gamed. And I think that this is just the end result of it. This corruption all the way to the poisoning of the food supply, possibly with mRNA.
0: This is a problem, man. This is a problem. And uh, yeah, man, when, when you were sitting in, in those rooms coming up with stories for these uh, the Star Trek and the Outer Limits and all that other stuff, man, you hit it right on the head. You knew it was coming because it's here, right? Yeah, yeah. They call it science fiction, but man, it could be a—I uh, don't know—I don't know what another term is like predicting the future. Maybe I don't know
2: because that's yeah, exactly I mean, look, look at the doing. X
1: look at the X Files with the bees. Remember how right. they tried to put it into the bee stings, you yeah, know, and yeah, then yeah. and Scully got hit by the bee and stuff. So right, right. The, Chris Carter was way ahead of his time. That's for right. sure.
0: Chris Carter used to go watch uh, Bill Cooper. And get his ideas uh, from Bill oh, Cooper. yeah, that's right. In order to inject it into the X-files, he used to go around the nation and and go to conspiracy theorist uh, conventions that you know Bill Cooper in particular that that uh, he would uh, watch and and take ideas from. That's what, that's yeah. what Mr. Chris Carter did. I wish I would have had the presence of mind to do the same. Uh, then again, I, I was a kid. so what was I going to yeah. do? But still, yeah uh interesting love it love all those shows and uh but i i I don't love what they're doing to us we're screwing with the fabric of life and we have no idea what we're doing we have no idea what's up buddy
1: yeah i just wanted to mention you know how much you like the twilight zone and stuff right right. Uh well i think a great example of a person who really learned and got away from all of that crap is rod serling Mm. um because here's a guy who grew up just outside of new york loved fiction and all these things became hugely successful in first writing for radio and then going out into california and doing um you know craft theater and stuff like that um theater playhouse 90 um requiem for heavyweight all those things twilight zone and then he just was like this world is not for me or my kids i'm getting out of here and he went back to where he grew up near binghamton new york and they got a house and what near one of the lakes in Ithaca yeah. and he taught at Ithaca college, you know, I mean, what a cool, cool guy, you know, what, and his family, really nice people, really good Excellent. folks, you know? And so I, I always think about you when I think about the twilight zone and I think about you, Don, as well, because I know, you know, Jody is, is very nice and Ann is very nice. His yeah. two daughters. And they lost their dad when he was like, you know, he was in his fifties. One of the daughters was 17 years old wow. and, uh, you know it really it to me it brings it home to think about these some people who learn their lessons from this stardom stuff and they just said screw this man i'm just i'm gonna hang out i don't need to be powerful i don't need any of this stuff just get me away you
0: know? the commendable people bro those are our salt of the earth people that that can give that up yeah and go do something else you know it's it's, it's really difficult right when When you have, you know, the the treasures of the world in front of you to turn away and walk in in the other direction. man, That's got to be hard. It's got to be hard to do. Hey, this has been America Unplugged. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We went a little bit extra because Don and and, and Guard were able to. So that was dope. Um, Tony Arterburn is out there doing his thing. We wish him all the luck in the world. He's probably killing it right now. He sent me some messages. I haven't read them yet, but I will to see what's going on. He's uh, lifting heavy things as only he could. Mr. Don Jeffries, tell the people where they can find
2: you. Uh, Donald Jeffries.media is the website. Uh, please support me at iProtest. I if you don't subscribe, DonaldJeffries.substack.com. Uh, that's my substack. His name, I protest, just like my show. It's the only place I'm not shadow banned. My book on COVID. Any day, I'm waiting for Sherry Ten Pennies forward. That's the last thing, and it'll be out there. So look for that. I'll be promoting that uh, quite a bit.
0: All right, beautiful. Absolutely. And, of course, Guard Goldsmith, Liberty Conspiracy. Tell the people where they can find you, sir.
1: Yeah, man. Thanks very much. Yeah. When I'm not uh, lost in the Delta quadrant with the Voyager crew, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have to tell you sometime, time delivery about the, the idea I had to wrap up the whole series that I never uh, got yeah, to push to here. them. It, uh, yeah, it would have yeah, been right, killer. Right. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So Liberty Conspiracy is on every Monday through Friday on Rockfin. Now we're on Rumble and on my Twitter feed, which is at Guard Goldsmith. Uh, but Rockfin definitely. And then at least two days a week, sometimes three days a week, I'm also doing Rockfin exclusive stuff that I'm calling the reading room where I'm taking uh, pieces of stuff about economics or history or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I'm reading, you know, uh, one week I'll do 20 or 30 pages and sort of comment on it, that sort of thing. So Rockfin, Liberty Conspiracy, six o'clock. Yeah. And then uh, in addition to the Rockfin show, please head over, folks. We're, we're getting close to 1,000 uh, followers on Rockfin, which would just be so cool. Then I've got my MRC TV stuff. I work with MRCTV as a contract guy, and uh, they've been super cool to me. Uh, they've been attacked big time. So that's MRCTV.org. And, of course, they've got a good presence on Rumble as well. And um, uh, and then also, if people want to check out my Substack, it's just Gardner Goldsmith Substack, And we'll, we'll talk about my fiction and, and stuff like that. I got a couple things, but there's more coming. So, yeah, thanks, man. Appreciate it.
0: No, nah, man. Thank you for coming in and, and, and subbing for Tony, man. We appreciate you. All the stuff you got going on. Don has like eight thousand books coming out soon. Everybody's <laughs> doing their thing. Freeworld.fm, Make sure you check it out and go sign up and uh, uh, Liberty Conspiracy will be live on there as well. You know, we're doing extra nice watching. We're we're, we're we're moving forward there. Uh, the Infinite Fringe. Podbeam.com uh, on Apple Podcasts. And of course, America Unplugged right here every Saturday, 12 p.m. Eastern. Uh, and uh, you can find it on AmericaUnplugged.com, AmericaUnpluggedRadio.com. Radio.com, anywhere you can find the greatest of podcasts. You will find America Unplugged. <laughs> Ladies and gents, shouts to the dude, Tony Arterburn. Uh, everybody that listened, shouts to you. Everybody on YouTube, everybody on Rockfin. Rhonda Tate, Chris Graves. What's up? I know Chris has a show coming up in a little bit. Um, check his Twitter um, feed for it. I don't know which show. He has 8,000 shows, but uh, one of them is coming on soon. So go check that out. Uh, uh, who else is there? I saw Colin Wise song. Uh, Kat Goya, what's going on? Um, who else? Let me let me shout out a couple of people before we get out of here. A Syrian girl was here. Jason Barker, my dude, what's going on? hope you're doing well uh what is this virtual gypsy what's going on how are you uh and let me get some people on youtube and then we're getting out of here who do we got here the white wolf what's going on white wolf how you doing and we got cat goya of course uh mary hartman is here heartland stonewall the whole deal everybody what's up everybody i miss you guys know we love you we will see you guys next week lord willing okay unless they shut us down um and then we'll find a way to broadcast from somewhere else. So, so keep following us. We'll figure this out, all right? We're getting up out of here. No music today because Tony's gone. And uh, I'm not going to play anything. So peace. Take it easy. Don't burn the place down while we're gone. Bye-bye.
2: Mm-hmm.